0: Samira and Fazia, would you like to speak first about period
1: poverty? Samira can.
2: Okay, um, so Fazia and I are part of this organization called um, Girls Help Girls. And it's basically a organization that's in our school that collaborated with Philanthropy Tank in Palm Beach County, which works to provide menstrual hygiene products for um, women in need and um, to fight against peered poverty, which is the inadequate access to period poverty, uh, which is much more common than we think, especially with the pandemic, and a lot of people lost their jobs. Um, and we did a period packing—well, I'll let Fazia talk about the period packing product um, party, but um, yes, that's what period poverty is, and it's a lot more common than we think, especially because when you're struggling financially, your priorities most likely going to be paying the bills and getting food on the table and providing for your family and hygiene may not be one of your um, priorities. So, yes. And Apatia, yeah. you can talk about the party.
1: Okay. Um, well, I don't know if Samira said it, but a big part of human poverty is also like not having... It's... Like Samira said, not having the ability to pay and like provide those products for yourself, but it's also um, the country itself not having a sufficient supply for people that need it. But anywho, so on, what is this? Okay, Friday. So a couple Fridays ago, Samira and I and a bunch of the other office boys for. Girls Help Girls organized a beach party, essentially, more of a gathering, where um, we gathered these people and everybody packed a whole bunch of different packs that had eight pads and seven tampons in them each. And I think we packed over 500 of them that are going to be donated to various different charities across the county. Okay.
0: Um, how do you get those to those people? Do you just like deliver them? How do, you guys, how do you guys get them to the people?
2: We have a lot of people in the club. We have a distribution team. We have an outreach team. And um, our job to them is have them deliver it with volunteers deliver them themselves. Of course, Ozzy and I also will occasionally like, go out and do it ourselves as well, but usually they're being donated to shelters, so not like the women individually, but to like a, like, a non-profit organization usually, and we give it to them as a whole and they distribute within their um, population to um, people who need them.
0: Do you ever get to um, meet the women?
2: We haven't yet, mostly because of COVID and they're trying to maintain social distancing, but maybe next year.
0: Okay, cool. You guys plan on still doing this next year, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. The way- Any facts you want to drop on us about period poverty in America?
2: Um. Yeah, I have some. Let me pull them up. Vafazia, say what you were going to say.
1: Oh, I was just going to comment something stupid about how my focus keeps drifting away because I can hear an echo.
2: Um, you can try muting the host tab, Sarah, and then keeping the one where you're hearing us through.
0: Okay. I can't mute the host. This is confusing. Okay.
2: Oh, was that all you're gonna say, Fazia? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So for statistics, um, this is from another sector from Girls of Girls from- oh. um, an advocacy-based coalition called CAP, the Coalition Against Period Poverty. Um, I'll, maybe we can get I don't know, get into detail about that. But um, according to a joint study by Thinks and Period um, titled State of the Period, one in five teens in the United States struggled to afford period products and or they were not able to purchase them at all. This is in our core dominant country, the United States, which you would think have a lot of that money. So you can imagine for the countries who are struggling a little bit more financially. Oh, I so um, To add on, more than four in five students into, Um, in the United States, 84% to be exact, and um, have either missed class time or know someone who's missed class because they did not have access to period products. And one of the main um, goals for CAP, which is the sector off of Girls Help Girls, is to advocate for having these free period products, but to everyone as a whole in public facilities, to specifically schools, what we focus on to increase attendance. And, And yeah, those are just one of very many statistics. I don't wanna keep your time
0: oh we got time though so um yeah you don't really think of that stuff when you're at school um usually when I'm at school there's a bunch of period products in like the nurse's room
1: I think something that would be really cool to work on is to get them a bit more um what is it Distribute. like to be able to distribute them a bit easier because i know it's it's not a struggle but it's like it's, a, it's
2: an unnecessary hassle
1: yeah to just like go to the nurse's office every single time because it kind of looks like it kind of seems like there's like something wrong when there really isn't it's a natural thing that happens but to like it, put them in the bathroom yeah, yeah. that's
2: that's what um, CAP advocated for for dispensers. We put them in Santa Lucia's high school. Um,
0: have... I see dispensaries, but like they make you pay for it. No, they're free. They're free.
1: Um, hey, the, that, that'd be good,
0: as long as somebody was there to like you know actually put stuff in there regularly.
2: There is stuff. We CAP is funding it with um, the grant that we've received, so we're funding it for the first two years and then to show if there's been success. And then hopefully by then, we've already reached out to members of the Palm Beach County School like District Board, and that's what we're furthering this year. And hopefully, the plan was to get it into the school's budget, but we're funding the products, all of them constantly at, for the first two years, and then the school will be responsible for holding that on. But yeah. more work to make sure it still remains.
0: Okay, great. So when are you guys, you guys gonna have them installed like this upcoming year?
2: unfortunately because of once again the pandemic we've been cut out of the school's budget the original plan was actually to have us in the budget and it was happening until covid came along so we're kind of left high and dry but so because we don't have the money to put it in suncoast and Santa lucius will still have theirs it's fine it's already funded and paid for okay. we we wanted to focus on title one schools first which are the schools where a majority of students produce reduced lunch But we are working with the Palm Beach School District, um, persuading them more this year to try to get this as a funded thing in our high schools.
0: Okay. Hopefully we can. I don't usually, I don't know. It'd be cool to have that so that you don't have to like, always go to the nurse's office just to get some pads or tampons. Well that's periods so what else
1: oh um should we talk about menstrual hygiene day or the plans we plan to have next year
2: we can talk about the plans for next year you can go first
1: about your idea
2: that you came up with in our bathrooms
1: well okay so I thought the thing for cap was pretty cool, but obviously those cost a lot of money. I think Samira said it's like $10,000 for dispenser alone. So, uh,
2: dispenser? um. Dispenser? No, 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 no. F- we put them in four or five buildings, so in total it would be $10,000. Okay. But you also remember you have to restock. Yeah. So $10,000 would only be restocking for two years, along with the dispensers. Okay.
1: Yeah, but, um, hold on, Samir, what is the dot called where we planned every, wait, I think I found it. No, I didn't.
2: I mean, um, you were, ha- well, you, just talk about your plan about putting them in, because of course we want to work locally in our own high school as well. So talk about those little stations that you wanted to have.
1: Oh, so, um. We already know that when Sir Cap went to um, do the whole grand—I don't know what it's called—but it, it was like a little ceremony for when the dispensers were installed in the school, and um, the principal was there, and she really liked the idea of having the station or having um the dispensers but obviously because it's too expensive we can't do that now so i was thinking along the lines of maybe setting up little stations in each bathroom in the girls bathroom where um there were little different menstruation products because there are sometimes where you didn't expect it so you don't have some on you or like no embarrassment type thing so we were thinking that maybe we could set up little stations in each of the bathrooms, just to like make it easier.
0: That's definitely doable because they have like a station in the nurse's office, so I guess you could ask her mm-hmm. as well. And because they give like they have a bunch of stuff over there, so I they can actually they can help you guys, right? I think so. Hopefully. Depend where she gets her stash from,
2: but... The only problem would be, once again, we'd still be responsible for funding it, and what we've recently learned from a CAT meeting is that these things go by very quickly. Like, the, we had the dispensers up for probably a week or two, and the, the set, the filling for all of them were just gone. And like I said, budget cuts and how much we honestly don't have left in our budget. It's gonna be a money issue, and you can only do... <laughs>
0: Do you guys have any ways to, like, um, raise money? Nothing?
2: That's our plan for the summer that we've been needing to work on. But with the school rules and all that. But hopefully, so far, I think next year, we're going to focus on a lot of drives and donations because we can't really do that until we're a nonprofit. We, um, Receive money legally. <laughs> so we need mm-hmm. to file a non first.
0: Okay. Seems like a pretty cool idea. I'm glad people care enough to help.